Merry Christmas, friend. I am so proud of you for listening to this podcast today as you are intentionally choosing to fix your heart on Jesus. My hope and prayer are that this study would encourage you and remind you of who he is. The holidays can be crazy and life can be challenging, but when we shift our focus and remember who he is, everything changes. Help me spread this message by sharing it with your friends and family on social media. You can also hit the button to share the episode via text with them. We both know we could all use something that will help us focus more on celebrating that Jesus came instead of getting caught up in the crazy this time of year. This Advent study is brought to you by Online Women's Bible Study. If you want to know God through His Word better, I am giving you a week free to try out being a member at OnlineWomensBibleStudy.com. This is the perfect time to join because we are doing some special things for Advent, including giving the PDF version of the study away to our members. And we have a special Advent series going through the Christmas narrative. Our teachers are Jamie Ivey, Tony Collier, Whitney Caps, MMA Jenkins, and myself with worship from Christine Knuckles. Do not miss this. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a single episode. Now, let's get started with celebrating who he is. Day 7, Healer with Megan Burns. If you haven't already, spend some time in prayer. Praise God. Repent of sin. Ask for others in yourself. Yield to God today. Wait and listen. If you have spent any time in a church setting, you are probably very aware that Jesus performed miracles during his time on earth. He turned water into wine. He multiplied food to feed 5,000. He even healed people. When I think about, about that, it would have been like to see the water turn to wine or the small bit of food feed that many people. I know that I would have been shocked. I'm a lover of logic, and these experiences would have not made sense to my mind or my eyes for that matter. Even though such miracles are amazing and awe-worthy, I'm confident they didn't even begin to compare to when Jesus healed people. It is my belief that every single person needs to be healed of something. Maybe it's physical, maybe it's mental, maybe it's a deep wound, maybe it's a way of thinking. Each one of us has something we need healing from or some place in our heart that needs more freedom. I think many of us are aware of this fact. We have this sense deep down in our souls that there is a better way. We believe in a life of more joy, more freedom, more health, more confidence, more peace, and we desire that for ourselves. In my experience, even people who aren't consciously aware of the fact that they need healing oftentimes verbalize what they need healing from. We complain, we judge, we self-help, we go into denial, we process it unceasingly with friends. And if I can be completely honest, most of the time we get it wrong by turning to prayer and our faith in God last. Question, what do you need to be healed from? Here is the deal, friend. If we aren't seeking the face of the Lord first and praying desperate prayers for healing, then we are missing the mark. The fact of the matter is, even though we can get amazing advice from friends and we can read incredibly insightful and soul-filling books, We can work ourselves until the end of time. The only person who can ultimately heal us is Jesus. One of my favorite stories about healing is in Mark 5. It's the story of the woman who had been sick for 12 years. 12 years, friend. Take a moment and read her story in Mark 5, 24-34 and note parts of the story that stand out to you. 
Mark 5, 24 through 34. And he went with him, and a great crowd followed him and thronged about him. And there was a woman who had had a discharge of blood for 12 years, and who had suffered much under many physicians, and had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. She had heard the reports of about Jesus and came up from behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if I touch even his garment, I will be made well. And immediately the flow of blood dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of her disease. And Jesus, perceiving in himself the power had gone out from him, immediately turned about in the crowd and said, who touched my garments? And his disciples said to him, you see the crowd pressing around you, and yet you say, who touched me? And he looked around to see who had done it. But the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came in fear and trembling and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. Let's do some math to let that sink in. How many months or 12 years? How many weeks? How many days? It says that she basically spent all of her money going to the doctor, going to doctor after doctor, but instead of getting better, she continued to get worse. Question, can you relate to this woman in any way? Reflect on your own story below. Have you gotten test after test done only to receive no answer? Have you tried prescriptions, natural remedies, therapies, and all the things you can possibly do all with no success? Do you often feel hopeless, like it may never get better? Do you wonder if this is just what the rest of your life will look like? Or maybe yours isn't a physical sickness, but something else that persists no matter how hard you try. You are not alone, friend. And I'm so very sorry that you're going through this. The thing that stands out to me the most about this woman is that she was has so much hope. In verse 28, she is convinced, if I just touch his clothes, I will be healed. Part of the reason this is so shocking is culturally speaking, if she were to touch his clothes, he would be considered unclean just like she was, but she did it anyway. Gosh, that part is so convicting every single time I read it. For one, she didn't lose hope. She knew in every part of her being that Jesus could heal her. Question, do you believe that for your situation? In transparency, I believe Jesus healed, but I don't live every minute of every day like I'm convinced of this truth. Because if I did truly believe that he could heal me, then I wouldn't feel so hopeless all the dang time. Right? Does that resonate with you too? When she knew she had been healed, she wasn't the only one who noticed. It says that Jesus could tell something had happened. So he stopped in his tracks and asked her, asked who had touched him. I would have been so nervous. She risked her pride and her safety when she fell at his feet and confessed it was her. What did Jesus say to her in Mark 5, 34? Whenever I read a verse, read this verse, I take a big Deep exhale every single time. Be freed from your suffering because your faith has healed you. Isn't that the ache of your soul? Maybe the person who is suffering physically isn't you, but rather someone you love. It can feel so powerless and scary sometimes knowing there is literally nothing you can do but pray. Those moments are so holy, friend. Please don't miss them. When we realize how much we need God, it puts everything in its rightful place. We recognize our weakness and we depend on his strength. Are you able to have hope again? Are you able to believe that he can heal you or your loved one? 
Are you so convicted he can do it that you would be bold enough to set your pride and your ego aside and pray radically to him? Question. What has the Lord shown you in this story of the woman who needed healing? Is there something he is asking of you? Is there something he is trying to tell you? Regardless of where you are in your journey to freedom from your suffering, please know that you aren't alone. I personally know how lonely it can feel at times, but it is so vital to remember that even when we are lonely, we really aren't alone. He is for you. You're good and has your more freedom for you than you can even imagine. Sometimes the end of the story doesn't look like how we'd written would have written it ourselves. It's so painful and heartbreaking. It makes you question a million different things. Even in those moments, there is something in our souls that, that knows He is for us. That is faith, friend. It is our faith that heals us. Read Psalm 30, verse 2. Psalm 30, verse 2. Oh, Lord, my God, I cry to you for help and you have healed me. My prayer for you is that you can have faith even when it doesn't make sense. I'm praying for you so very much and believe for complete and total healing for you and your loved ones. I can't wait for the moment when he says to you, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed. Take a moment and write out your own definition for today's attribute of God. God is healer. Then, doer of the word. How can you apply what you have learned from the Lord today? Is there anything you should do or stop doing in obedience or faith because of what you've read? Finally, who should you tell? What is something you can share about today? Stop and ask God to show you who to, who to share this with today. Pray over that person or group and ask God for an opportunity and courage to share. If you share on social media, be sure to use hashtag HeIsAdventStudy and tag at Becky Kaiser. I hope that was encouraging to you. This Advent study was brought to you by Online Women's Bible Study. As a reminder, I'm giving you a week free to try out being a member at OnlineWomensBibleStudy.com. This is the perfect time to join because we are doing some special things for Advent, including giving the PDF version of this study away to all of our members. Plus, we have a special Advent series going through the Christmas narrative. Our teachers are Jamie Ivey, Tony Collier, Whitney Caps, Mimi Jenkins, myself, with worship from Christy Knuckles. Friend, do not miss this. You have nothing to lose with that week trial. I'm so grateful you joined us today. James 1.22 in the ESV says, Be doers of the word and not hearers only. Or the message translation says it even more bluntly, Don't fool yourself into thinking that you are a listener when you are anything but. Letting the word go in one ear and out the other. Act on what you hear. This podcast is called Hearers and Doers because that's the kind of people we are committing to becoming. Women who choose to not just hear what is true, but actually live it out in our day-to-day lives. I'd love to hear your big takeaways from today's episode. Would you share them? Post them on social media and be sure to tag me at Becky Kaiser, K-I-S-E-R. And if you loved today's episode, don't forget to give it an awesome review because that helps others find the show too. And you can always text the link to friends so they don't miss it either. Hope you have an awesome rest of your day, my friend. Love you so.